Cool. Here, here we are. This is it. Heavy breather, X-ray FM, Portland, Oregon. Feel, feel like we. Feel like we haven't been in your car in a while, mm-hmm. creeping around. I picture you picture us when we talk. We're like, we're like greased up in mesh shirts inside of your engine, but like with uh, with our feet turning wheels, and that's how your that's how your your car is going. But we're talking like we're in the listener's car. Yeah, we're like the ghost in the machine. Like they would open up and and they would. They would be like, oh, look, something's going on with the engine. I'm hearing all these moaning and groaning moans coming out of there. And they lift it up, and it's you and I, and it's, <clears throat> you know, we're the, we're the inner workings the, yeah. the, we're, we're, of the machine. We're greasing the wheels, so to speak. Yeah. If you, know, if you, get, if you get my meaning. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's why they would stop, you know, because they would be like, what's all that grease coming out? It's leaking. It's, it's leaking it's, out of the, the, uh, the glove compartment box. It's, smells delicious too i mean the way that the grease and it's flowing out of every crack in the car you know i'm gonna stop the car why am i salivating so much i'm so thirsty i have to just to drink i have to taste this this black viscous liquid and then you see us and they say how do they live under how do they breathe how do those boys do it how do those boys breathe those barbados boys (laughs) it's because we grew up in barbados it's the barbados lifestyle that has shaped us. It's molded us into the men that we are now. We're still boys, but we're also boys. And and we eat goddess bowls. <laughs> Anytime I go to a place, I order the goddess bowl. No matter what, just say, can I get the goddess bowl? Yeah, if you if you make a big enough scene at Arby's, they will make you a goddess bowl. Yeah, and it is extremely <laughs> colorful. Yeah, there's a bright citrusy cabbage and. Uh, when when they make you the uh, the the uh, goddess bowl there, it's like. It's like the place sounds like it's going to fall down from all the, the like uh, heavy machinery they have to do. Mm-hmm. Used to. They have to make the soy curls in the back out yeah. of whatever they can find. I mean, they don't use any animals in the goddess bowl, but the amount of animals that die as the byproduct of making the goddess bowl. Right. You know, I don't know. You know, I don't know. At least they the die the the animals die dignified. Yep. That way, I think that's the concept. I mean, s- some vegetarians like it that way. They don't like to eat the meat, yeah. but they like knowing that no, they, animals died in the in yeah. the process of their meal being made. Cause it's, they can still yeah. taste it. It's like yeah, people are confused about what these vegetarians want. Vegans, it's not. It has nothing to do. It's just the taste of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they don't care. They prefer it. Yeah, that there there be deaths involved. <laughs> yeah, they you know, they, they get they get they 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 get a little, uh, you know, saliv- they salivate a little when they when they're driving down the road and they see, mm-hmm. you know, they're you're driving in Wyoming and yeah, they they make sure that the uh, the soybeans are being uh, fertilized with ground up cow and pig meat. That's a very nice thought. Anyway, uh, if you're listening to this show right now, mm-hmm. I'm going to guess you're driving. You're trying to get home. You're worried. You're frantically. How, how much farther? I feel like I've been driving for an hour. I'm still. I worry, I worry Marius is in the trunk. <laughs> I mean, that, this does raise a question for me, though. If you're eating a vegetable that has been fertilized with animal meat. Yeah. Then, you know, you're as guilty as I am. Exactly. Right? You still I'd bl- say guiltier <laughs> because look, you're you're eating two lives. Right, exactly. You know, the lives that passed down from from the from the, you know, from the uh from that 
the cow, the pig. the pig, and the cow that were ground into fertilizer powder, and the and then the, that little soybean, the poor plant, and that soybean wanted to live. What do you think that soybean wants to die? It wants it's got a, it doesn't want to die. No, it wants to photosynthesize. That's not its pur- purpose. It wants to photosynthesize and and yeah. you know reach towards the sun. Instead, it gets plucked, ground up into like a, a you know you look- a, a, a fake meat chicken nugget thing, and then you eat it. The uh. The, the you know the the, the uh, theme of this, sh- this show is not for every human on earth to kill themselves immediately right now. That is not the theme of this show. I just want to to to, to air that. Yeah, you mean you may be inf- make your own choice. I mean, I, if you if you need whatever you need to do, but I'm just saying, make your own choice. If you're inferring anything. This is you know you your your life is a choose your own adventure. You get to pick what happens next. Yeah, and maybe you want to eat a soybean that's. Has the taste of death just don't. Is inside of it? You can just taste right. the, the the fear. You can taste the fear, the fear that that soybean felt before you put it in your mouth. Mm-hmm. I like to think I could taste like what kind of animal. Like I eat a slice, of, a little piece of lettuce, and it. I'm like, what? Oh, some some chickens were ground up and fed to this this it's lettuce. Haunted. It's haunted. It's it's a host to a poltergeist, mm-hmm. uh, uh, a smorg, a poltergeist smorg, smorgasbord. Right, because it means yeah. it's like a slurry of all these different animals. So it's all the little bits of their ghosts yeah. uh, make mix up yeah, in like there. Yeah, like the guy, the guy. It's like a guy, and he stands in front of a. It's like a huge wall, and there's a huge door. Mm-hmm. And the guy screams. He says, "Get out of the way!" And then he opens the gate, and uh-huh. then the. the and it's just the meat, meat. And, and if you <laughs> if you were to get in the way of that, you would die. You right. would not live through it. Yeah, that's they they walk around on these like weird stilts, so they can they yeah, can they're, they're suspended over, you know, and they're yeah. greased up. They're suspended in, in, in pulleys, and they're <laughs> and they're, they're just per- perusing and scoping and scanning and moving. Yep, you know they have like I mean? weird spoons that they're like stirring the slurry up so it gets in the soil good. And, <laughs> Yeah, they have goggles on, and, and they have like, and there's like, you know, and they have like, and they have like webbed feet because you know if, sometimes they have to move their feet inside of it, and they're, they're being pulled up by these chains, and there's other guys in mesh shirts, and they're pulling the guys up and down. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then in the in the distance, the oil fields are burning. You can just smell the scorched oil, bright, and all it is is red. This it's always this bright red sunset happening. Yeah, you can you can't tell what time of day it is because it's just no eternal. Idea. Everyone, your whole living existence is trying to keep cool and 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 find rat meat. Yep, and just keep this the slurry, uh, the slurry stream flowing into the, the slurry into it's, the soybeans. It's, it's almost edible. <laughs> yeah, the very and the the closest you can get from being edible. It's inedible. Yeah, you don't want to. It's a, it's highly acidic, but they, the plants love it. Yeah, so. It makes a vibrant green lettuce leaf that I love to yeah. put put in a salad. That's nice. It's nice to think about. Put a little vinaigrette on there. Mm, a little mm. diamond tap vinaigrette. <laughs> just enjoy That's it. That's my new thing. A little NyQuil salad dressing. Just a little taste. It's just like the undertone. I crush up uh, heart medication, put it on the top for a little, little yeah. spice. I like to keep it a little crunchy. It's like a crouton. Mm-hmm. A little texture. It's nice, and then the sludge at the bottom after and you know, everything kind of melts down. 
<laughs> the weird, yeah, it's like all the, the weird colored pills are kind of yeah. turning into a paste. My kids are watching Harry Potter at an excruciatingly loud volume in the background. <laughs> I, my kids, they've been watching, they have been watching Harry Potter and I've never, and I, I drive them nuts. I'm just, I've, I have no idea what it's about, but, I, but it doesn't, it's, it hasn't stopped me from like performing for them about Harry Potter. Like I just, I just scream, Henry, <laughs> Voldemort, come here, magic. I'm Harry Potter, you know? And then they're just like, get away from me, Dad, but I won't. I keep doing it. It's like a good hour and a half long mm-hmm. one-man show. They're begging you to to, to leave forever, but instead. Yeah. My kids hate me, basically. That's the, they don't like me. should be the goal of every dad. Yeah. You don't want your kids to, to like you. You want them to fear and respect you. They say that a lot in the show, right? In the movies, oh, and they go, Magic, (laughs) Henry. (laughs) You know what I mean? I guess. I can imagine. I've I've never seen it, but. Yeah. Oh, you haven't? Henry Potter. Oh, man, you got to watch it, especially with the sound off. It's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Just these children running around in CGI landscapes. Yeah, no, it's it's like one of those. yeah, it's like it makes no sense. It's just like scene after scene of things happening, and you're just like, "What is going on?" And if you're not listening to it, if there's like no frame of reference. It's kind of awesome. Sounds good. Yep. There's like a like a new Harry Potter play that's playing here in San Francisco, and they split it into two plays, and you have to buy two tickets to go to it, and each one is like three hours long. And I thought that was oh. a pretty good scam. That is a really good idea. It's like, it just lock you into this weird deal. And it's like, oh, no, I'm definitely not going to that second night. All of a sudden, you're a knock at your door. <laughs> yeah, you're going. <laughs> <laughs> just like, just like you know, like full-on Gestapo style. Yeah, they are dragging you, your family, kicking and screaming yeah. into the theater. Into the theater to into watch this play. $300 tickets each for each <laughs> part. And, it, and it's on ice, too. <laughs> yeah, it's freezing cold in there. and there's It's freezing cold. Everyone's skating around. Stinks for some reason. So nice. Ice rinks do smell weird. That's a fact. What'd you say? The ice rinks smell weird. They have like a weird chemical. Do they? Aroma. It smells good to me. You like it? Yeah. It smells clean. It's like a chemical clean. Like it would yeah. strip meat off a bone. I love it. Yeah. Like if there was too much, it would do damage. Yeah. It's like a, if it was too, you know, you got, if too concentrate, you can't. You got to keep it uh, unconcentrate. Right, exactly. Dilute it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, how some gotta, people might you say. You got to dilute it. <laughs> yeah, how can I uh, undilute it and mix it with some other stuff? And then, uh, you know, it would turn into a powder. And then, uh, right? People are going to be like, man, you got any rink? <laughs> it's going to be like, you're going to be shuffling around, scooping up your, like, the stuff off the back of your ice skates at the uh, Lloyd Center ice ice rink to make this new designer drug. Yeah, rink does sound like a dystopian mm-hmm. drug, like street drug, like rink. RoboCop 3. That's what everyone's yeah. taking. Like, where they'd make it, like, it only lasts half a second. It's the best drug, rink. <laughs> you know, you're just hopelessly addicted. Oh, like a, I need, like a I starved need my rink. Sex, sex zombie. You're just like everyone's just roaming the streets looking for rink. Yep. 
you're you're nodding off on a rink in your apartment, and then Robocop oh, kicks the door right. down and it just shoots, shoots the hell out of you. Yeah, just just uh, tw- like it sh- torpedoes you, like puts a <laughs> grenade on your chest. <laughs> then you're, he kills then you're he not, kills the entire neighborhood because you're, you're a, there. But yeah, you're not addicted to rink anymore. So <laughs> takes a lawnmower, comes inside of your house with it. <laughs> Please, I don't want to see this movie. <laughs> RoboCop three, but you know, like done by like two twelve year old boys. Like, AKA the, Maurice the and Charlie. The RoboCop sequels kept getting more and more like kid friendly because they they knew that it was children like me yeah. when I was a kid was obsessed with that movie. Yeah. Like the sequels were like PG. The, the the third one was PG. Yeah, or something PG thirteen. Had cartoons in it. Yeah. What a wild movie. Who, who was talking about that? Somebody I was reading, or you told me maybe that the movie only got made because it was just, it had slipped through the cracks. Oh, of, yeah. Uh, there was some article about that. I don't remember yeah, if yeah, I was yeah, talking about That's when I read it. Yeah. It was like it slipped through the cracks of like pe- because they were changing. Uh, like the company was changing. I can't remember whatever production company yeah, was. Yeah, it was like Sony or something, and they, they like changed executives. Yeah, so they just slipped through and, made, <laughs> and got the movie made, and they were like, what in the. <laughs> so good. We Maybe, no, I think I'm thinking. This. Actually, I'm thinking of Starship Troopers. Maybe that's that's it. Was, it was like a, it is. It's Starship it, Troopers. Another it Verhoeven. A, it was a Verhoeven movie. Verhoeven. That's how you say his name. You gotta say it right. Mm-hmm. What he's is he he's uh, Dutch? No, no, no. He's he's uh, Lebanese. <laughs> he's not Lebanese. He's a Dutch. I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's probably a Dutch guy. Seems like a Dutch guy. Looks Dutch. Yeah, those those Dutch are freaks. Every last one of them. Yeah. Wild. They do weird stuff. And you want? It's the longest. They 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 have the uh, Guinness Book Guinness Book of World Records for the longest moan. Mm-hmm. During, now I'm, during now I'm paranoid. Intimacies. I'm paranoid that an FCC guy is gonna is gonna be of Dutch origin. He's gonna hear this and. Yes, Sue X-ray to high heaven. Kind of like those uh, libertarian guys that listen to the show. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that guy. <laughs> what was that guy's name? I don't know, John or something. John. John I'm the libertarian. So horny. I'm so horny for libertarianism. Look, he convinced me. I was, you know, full blown communist, and then where am I? This guy started. Where are the rolling. roads? Where are the roads? What's going on? Where are these pipes? Why are they exploding in my house? My home There's is on no fire. Doing. I call, my, please help me. My idiot child has no education like, because there's your, no public schools. I want your car. I'll help you. You got to give me your car, mister. <laughs> Can't wait for that, that time. Give That's me your coming. car, mister. Everyone's going to call each other mister, too. It's going to be so polite in the dystopian future. It's going to be very proper. Yeah, I mean, this is why you have to like pick what you think the post-apocalyptic currency is going to be. It might be pelts. It could be yeah, cans knows? of food. Uh, who knows? You know, whatever it's going to be. It's probably going to be. I'm going to guess like things like uh, lice, head lice remover mm-hmm. will be a very hot commodity. And so you have to start hoarding that stuff. Yeah. Like fill your basement or your children's bedroom, something where you have a lot of space that is not being used. I mean, you'd be surprised, uh, you know, in the year 2064 when people are going to raid uh, veterinary clinics to take the get the deworming medicine, and oh, use yeah. it, you know, for themselves. Yeah, they're going to be 
just clawing at each other for that stuff. It's going to be mass de public mass dewormings. But again, <laughs> just, this is how you get ahead of the curve and you right. steal that. You hoard it now. It's going to be like people it. are going to like people kids smoke pot now, mm-hmm. and then it's going to be like deworming parties. <laughs> I mean, you've heard the story that if you if you want to get rid of a tapeworm, the best way to do it is you 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 sleep you know you sleep uh, mm-hmm. with, you I've, know, yeah, I've heard with, this with your mouth open. You know, you got to have your mouth, and uh-huh. you have a cup of beer. Yeah, they like a warm they American do. lager. They do. The warmer, the better. Yep. It's got to be American. They can tell. And they if they, can see, they can see a Bob Marley poster in the background. <laughs> yeah, if it's got like a black light you know, on it. They're coming out. Drink that warm beer. <laughs> it, you could actually even be playing Buffalo Soldier on the hi-fi. And you grab it, and then you pull it out, and the fe- there's nothing better the feeling than pulling it, and you can feel it wrapping through your intestines as it comes out. It's like that kind of painful, like the good kind of painful, like pulling when you get a tooth that's almost fallen out when you're a kid, and then it finally comes out. It's sort yeah. of satisfying. It's the same kind of feeling. I like getting, that. Getting that tapeworm out. Or it's more like uh, like ASMR, like the tingle that tingle that you just you know you don't understand it it's like the umami of it's not horny Mm -hmm. but it's not it's not it's i don't know what it is you just body tingles up yep well i mean there's because they're all the all there are all of those asmr videos on youtube but then you you get a little bit deeper into youtube then you can find all the the tapeworm removing videos yeah people enjoy so that's a little, by the way, a little free advice there for you from Marius, kicking it to you on this. Uh, yeah, just kicking it. We're kicking out the, you know, the, having a cool chat with for kids. Ooh, cool chat. This is cool chat time. Cool chat time. Have you breathe a cool chat time? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to talk about now? I want to talk about blood worms. <laughs> X-ray, you know. <laughs> They looked at the demographics. They knew that they needed to, you know, reach out to the teens, the kids. Yeah. The kids. They'll reach out. The Please. Generation Z. So that's where, where you? we come in. I can't reach you. I'm holding my arm out. Sorry. It was, uh, it was my <laughs> own world. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I would be mortified if I, if like this show, let's just say we did this show in, in front of a live audience. I saw mm-hmm. kids in there. I would be like. Don't uh, be worried. Yeah, please don't listen. You can record this and then listen to it when you're old enough. Yeah, on, on your 18th birthday, instead of like going to a yeah, party. You're 19. Yeah, you it's think 19? So a, a year to let it sink in. Let adulthood I was sink so in. So much older than older than today. You know that song? No, it's like some 60s song. Come on, man. Yeah, Get right. You, you made it up. Get with it. Smoke Is on it... the water. <laughs> the kids the kids love it. Yeah. Which uh Smoke on the Water I just read today. It was about uh the Vietnam War. Damn, that's deep. You know what? Anyway. That song changed my mind. I think it's I think just Vietnam's took a dark bad. Turn. Just took a, just a somber turn there. <laughs> I, I picture then is when you right when I say that that song's about Vietnam, you play you put some music underneath like real patriotic, <laughs> like Mahler or uh, yeah yeah some some Wagner Wagner 
Uh, yeah, if we had a like a producer, those yeah, they would just do it live as, as we say it. They would know. Uh-huh. They would just have this stuff. This is where you play the, the Nazi music. <laughs> they have a soundboard with thousands yeah. of different. Probably have to hire a couple people. Yeah, I would like to hire somebody who, who uh, you know, has a gun to my head as I do it. That would be I feel a big like, motivator. Yeah, motivator. that would motivate us to do so a good show worried. for once. Somebody, just somebody sweating and looking worried, smoking chain smoking cigarettes, mm-hmm. and there you can tell that they're like really sleepy and they're they're nodding off, yeah. but they've still got the gun. Also, it'd be nice if it was in in a like a like a butcher shop, like in the back of a butcher shop. Mm-hmm. I just find if I can smell animal blood, I just my I'm more creative. Yeah, it's the iron. You know, I have an iron deficiency. I'm completely <laughs> anemic. My my body doesn't. <laughs> Your body just smells it. It's like it peps you up. Yeah, it's it kind of like it... when you when you drive by and like you know when you're in Wyoming and you just see those cows and then you you go, all of a sudden you get hungry for hamburgers. Mm-hmm. It's the same concept, right? Your your body thinks if if it does good then. You'll give it some iron. It's kind of, it's a form of ASMR. Mm-hmm. In a weird way. Can I say that? Yeah, it's like um, it's positive reinforcement. Yep. Is it safe to say? I can say that. It's safe to say it. Fair enough. Should we uh, should we take our little mid sh- mid show break? Let's take a little break. Uh, you're listening to Heavy Breather on X Ray, one hundred seven point one. We love yep. you guys. Thank love you. you so much. Uh, we'll be back in a minute. To live in an old shack by the sea and breathe the sweet salt air. To live with the dawn dusk, the new moon and the full moon, the tides, the wind, and the rain, to surf and comb the beach and gather seashells and driftwood and know the thrill of loneliness and lose all sense of time and be free. To hike over the island to the village and visit the marketplace and enjoy the music and the food and the people and do a little trading and see the great ships come and go and man have me a ball And in the evening, when the sky is on fire, heaven and earth become my great open cathedral, where all men are brothers, where all things are bound by law and crowned with love. Poor, alone, and happy, I walk by the surf and make a fire on the beach as darkness covers the face of the deep. Lie down in the wild grass and dream the dream that the dreamers dream.
I am the wind, the sea, the evening star. I am everyone, anyone, no one. Back hurts. I wish I could rub you, man. I wish I, I could. I could send a drone down. I'd fly a drone to you, and it would rub your back. You know, I'd have like arms or something. We need, they need to. I'm gonna have to write a letter to to Skype to Microsoft so they can make a better Skype. That yeah. So f- two friends, two boys are chatting, two then touch each other. They can touch each other's backs, you know, and yeah. have a nice little, just a little bit of a rub. Yeah. Kind of like that that place. Uh, Whispers, pleasures of the real mm-hmm. uh, on Lombard, where you can lay with a, a real doll, and y- you do body sex with the real doll, and not with a human, but a human is close by, and <laughs> Just so you're, you're referencing you're re- referencing the human as you. <laughs> She's the human. The human's observing it, and you're <laughs> observing them observe it. Right. So it becomes like a weird circular kind of thing. Yeah, and you know, because you know, you know, who knows? I'm, I'm going to guess there's probably mirrors, and, and it's confusing, you know. And everything's just a hall of mirrors, and you're in your extremely dizzy. Right, it's purposefully disorienting. That's part of the thing. You're worried. It's almost like you're like in one of those uh, sensory de- deprivation tanks. It's like that movie <laughs> Altered States where you turn into a, a you chimpanzee. Into, you devolve into... You devolve. <laughs> it is very much like that, but, yeah. but in like a real doll kind of way. Yeah, but but at the pleasures of, of real... <laughs> Uh, maybe what you and I should do is we could get real dolls of each other, not for like a sex thing, but just to yeah. simulate the way well, like, that we used to, cause we used to do the show in the same room. We don't anymore. And I feel like if I had like a yeah. doll version of you sitting next to me, oh, I think, I think people would watch that. They would just look at you talk and, and they would hear my voice, but they would just see a real doll next to you. Mm-hmm. That might be really Sl- nice. Slumped over eyes, vacantly just, staring. Just <laughs> to, way too Strangely still. <laughs> Your mouth Even is just for a real doll. <laughs> a gape mouth. Yeah. Pleasures. The thing is, they're, they're pleasures. You're experiencing pleasures of the real. Yeah. You're, these, it, this isn't just any kind of pleasure. This isn't, this is a specific, look, there are many kind of pleasures. Let, let's put it that way. But this one. Yeah. You could break down all the different kinds of pleasures, but I don't think you've experienced this kind of pleasure before. Yep. My friend. This is Human a whole new ball are game. Beautiful people. We are able to expand our minds in so so many different kinds of ways. I love it. Just yeah, the come the, 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 the the capacity of human imagination is yep. beautiful. Yeah. I wish there was like an Emmy or a Tony or, or something or an award that you could give out to these kind of people who are like, thank you for making this new experience. Yeah, you innovated this. No one else even came close to thinking about this. Yeah. No, the idea wasn't even like in the periphery of their mind. But you, not only did you think about it, you've manifested, you manifested it physically. It. You took your father's money that he left you <laughs> and you put it into this place. Look, this place costs it 100 Those real dolls aren't cheap. Oh, 
This is so much money. Your your dad toiled to, to pay off money. that mortgage. Please, he, please do something. I need be take, take over the family business. He's like pleasures of real. That's what he says to him as he's the light is going out of his eyes. He's like he, he grabs his dad. He says pleasures of real. <laughs> Daddy, goodbye forever. Daddy, goodbye forever. Pleasures of real. I'll see you in hell. <laughs> Yep, yeah, that's hope, the origin I hope story. My, my family says that to me right when I'm passing away. <laughs> See you in hell. <laughs> uh, I don't. The thing is, I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to go anywhere. I get worried about it. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think that's something you got to worry about. All right. Fair enough. I don't think this could happen again. Mm-mm. You know how you don't remember before you you were born. I, I just think that's what happens after you're you're done being alive, right? Look, I'm not talking about the Catholic Bible. I'm not talking about the Jewish Bible. I'm not talking about the Muslim Bible. <laughs> I'm talking about, you know, maybe... The pleasures of the real user manual. Yeah, it's like, a, you know, we're in a, a simulation. We got It's going to happen. Again. It just keeps happening. You think it's just going to repeat? But then, so what? I mean, if it just starts over, we're not aware of it. There's yeah, no I guess you wouldn't be aware of it. It's true. What if so. you were aware of it? <laughs> like we're, the, we're in our first yes. run through and then the next one we have to retain the memories of this yeah. one. But I guess it'd be fun because you could, then you could like manipulate the memories and manipulate the, you know, the now because of the memory, you know, and you mm-hmm. could do cool stuff. That's like if you, how people like win the lottery and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it, I was thinking about this the other day. It is such a weird concept uh, just the, the, you know, the leaders locked in, in, in this insane, creepy death march, you know, every, it's like every single nation takes part of it really. And it's just such a weird, very, I mean, very simplistic way of thinking about it. But like, just, you know, one of those things where you just like kind of wake up in yourself and you're like, wow, man, <laughs> this is terrible. Yeah, why is everything why, so bad? Why would you do this? Like, I just want to, like, grab Pol Pot and be like, why would you do that? You know what I mean? That kind of thing. I I do know. I, I don't understand. It, it just feel. it seems like we, we could have just, like, a halfway, you know, decent or equitable society. Yeah. But then I think about it, and I was like, I, wanted to, I, wanted to, I was like fantasizing today that I would get out on the highway and all of a sudden just run, start running towards this car, and then just pick up a cinder block and smash it through the, the front <laughs> window. You know what I mean? And be like that's what you get, mm-hmm. you know, for like that, for slowing down. That, that person upset you. <laughs> I got upset. Yeah, they were bad boys in that car. Yeah. They deserve I would go to, to jail feel... for life. Look, I, you know, I would traumatize his family and I would go to jail probably for about 20 years, but it would be worth it. It'd be worth it. They deserve to feel you know, the fear and pain that you would inflict upon them because they, they did a dumb thing in their car. No, I'm kidding. It would not be worth it. I would never do that. Although I thought a guy was going to do it to me the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. He got mad at you because you were the bad yeah, boy? He just, he, I was like, you go, I was like, you go fly kite, mister. You're a naughty boy, and I said it to him, and I and I and then you know I winked. Yeah, he took it the wrong way, and then he took out a blade and he showed it to me, and then he licked it, 
He Next. licked the tip of the blade and then winked. Maybe that was just like him saying that he liked you. Yeah, and then he was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. He's like, I, he's like, I think you're handsome. I want to go watch a movie with you. Yeah, maybe. Go see a matinee. I want to cut some. I want to cut your food up with this knife for you, so you don't have to chew too much. I want to cut let's, it into let's, little let's, pieces. Uh, let's make go, you and I go make a real life Scorsese movie together. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like, like one of the one of my favorite uh, duos is uh, the, the uh, what is it called? Dustin Hoffman and uh, the cowboy dude. Uh, Tom Hanks. Yes. Love those guys From, together. Yeah, they, I mean they are the dynamic duo. Yeah. I mean, I just like looking at them. Is what I mean. I, I, I like in magazines and stuff. I mm-hmm. cut, you know, I cut their pictures out and I put them together and I pretend like they they're buddies. You talking about Tom Cruise when he was a cowboy? Yeah. You wore a cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. With you Dustin Hoffman. All right. Yeah, they they, they were kind of. It was like a rumination on counterculture, and yeah. Dustin Hoffman also had a, a brain condition where he could count cards. Right, and they rode on a motorcycle right, across, and they're trying to across hide the country. They're trying to hide uh, David Miscavige's wife. Uh-huh. They're like, you know, they have her hidden in a tra- trailer, and they're trying to figure out what what to do with her. Yeah, they got to raise some funds at the casino. You think that Tom Cruise knows where she is? Oh, definitely. Yeah. He probably he probably goes and visits her. He feels a little guilty. He's like, "Oh, let me tell you about the movie I was in. It was called Mission Impossible. I was I am the, the good boy in the movie. Look, I was in Mission Impossible again. I did good stuff. I was in it again. I jumped out of a helicopter. I don't, or something. I don't know who I am anymore." <laughs> <laughs> I look in the mirror and it's just just vacant eyes looking back at me. I've played Where so many I? characters. Are you my mom? No. Please let me go. Yeah. But you know what? He's not gonna. What'd you say? He's not gonna let her go. No. Absolutely not. I guess he, you know, he's too busy doing. Tom Cruise is a good boy, though. <laughs> he's, I mean, he's naughty sometimes. He's, you know, I mean, he's got, does naughty stuff in his life. You know, obviously, you know, he's friends with uh, D- David Miscavige. They mm-hmm. pal around and hide, you know, they, they put, they take, you know, David Miscavige's wife and they take her and they put her into a bunker so nobody mm-hmm. can find her. Mm-hmm. That's not good. No, that's not good. I'm gonna, you know, Tom I mean, Cruise, I, I think but then Tom Cruise also, sorry to talk over you, but Tom Cruise does cool <laughs> movies. You know, he's in the uh, missions, missions. Yeah, he's Impossible. in the missions Impossible. He he uh, jumps out of planes. He climbs on outside of buildings. Yeah. Um, he runs and jumps on from one building top to the yeah. other building top. You know, he wears cool sunglasses and he eats steak. You know, yeah, there's those scenes where he's just eating a steak. They feel like they got the camera inside of his mouth, yeah. and they're just filming as the meat is being chewed up, and it's Mission Impossible music playing. And 
He owns uh, he owns uh, some livestock in Wyoming. He goes visits every once you know during the summers. Mm-hmm. He likes to to clear the brush with a machete. Mission Impossible. They're going to run out of it. It's going to be like Mission Impossible. Uh, you know, Mission Impossible, but only surgery. He's just performing surgeries in a hospital, and they just keep because he's so handsome. You know, because Tom Cruise mm-hmm. is so handsome. They're just like you. You are so handsome. You must know how to perform and commit surgery on this person he's he's like almost he's like 60 he's gonna be yeah. uh commit no, surgery on himself so he just turned 70 this year 70 72 yeah. i just looked it up he's 72 years old and you know i, I, mean, I think eventually it's just it's just scalpels and you know mm-hmm. doing surgeries and him you know saying his mission impossible lines over the top of that mm-hmm. i would watch that eat popcorn He'd be he'd be in character as as Mister Mission Impossible, and then he'd be, yeah. And but you'd also hear s- the, the squishing around. He'd be slicing up the flesh, yeah, with scalpels, and the little, you'd hear the little scrape of the the metal, stuff like that. Right? Is that Mission Impossible? <laughs> Mission Impossible. <laughs> Hide David Miscavige's wife. <laughs> That's where right. got my inspiration from. from your mission, from if you choose to accept it. <laughs> my inspiration with the way you hate your wife. What? It's he better say that at the next. By the way, it's not funny that she is. It's funny that that the U.S. government won't go after. The, yeah, it's terrifying. It's just they, she's just like a, go after a, them. A, it's like a citizen who just disappeared. And everyone's just like shrugging yeah, their shoulders. Yeah, That's why it's funny because it's actually terrifying. It makes no sense. No, it doesn't make much sense. So if we disappear, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna end up in the the uh, yeah the next bunker. They're building one now, just for us. Sounds nice. I'll have purpose. They'll be like, we're, "You're going to jail in the brig, the Scientology jail." Two years later, I'm running the show. You know what I mean? Up there, and I'm after serving slop one day. Next thing you know, I'm preaching, and I'm I'm mm-hmm. doing all the cool stuff. I don't know which I which I don't know what they do. Run doing run like Hollywood the, or whatever. You're doing the e meters. Go over. I get to go over and and, uh, and and drink iced tea with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, John Travolta. Oh yeah, bass player from uh, uh, Aerosmith. Yep, they're they're a thruple. They're a secret couple. They all. Yeah, make love to each other. I would do anything for it. I think getting into like one of these uh, Scientology bunkers is probably a good strategy for when the apocalypse comes because they're kind of like self-contained. Yeah. So they they will just kind of be sustaining and keep going after the world ends, and you could just kind of truck along down there. There's probably like you know hydroponic gardens and stuff. Oh uh, yeah, probably. Some, uh, you know, it would be interesting to to to, to like if you could you, you could see like a heat map on the Earth. Like, let's just say you took nuclear bombs and destroyed the whole Earth, just 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 got rid of it, and then see mm-hmm. a heat map of all the bunkers. Mm-hmm. I was reading about how the like uh, billionaires are all making their own apocalypse bunkers now, and I was reading about one where they were they were saying that. They had like like little town centers where they'd be like, "This is where the 
the uh, coffee shop is and stuff. And I was wondering like, who is going to be the barista who's making the coffee. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm Taylor. saying. Like, we could get in on this. Like, we got to write letters to Bill Gates. I'll, I'll be, be like, I will make the coffee. I'll be a good boy for you, and I'll you can chain me up yeah. down there, and I'll make and coffee for you. I understand the power dynamic will, will start to change, and he'll be bored, you know. I mean, it's a very limited world. He had the whole world to a, to himself, and all of a sudden, he has nothing, and he sees me, and he says, I can do what I want with this boy, <laughs> and I accept it. <laughs> right. The the game has changed. Yeah. He's so, like, you're my barista. You know. And barista has, takes on a whole new meaning in the year 3074 because of the way that he treated me. Barista is a whole different... Right. The repopulated uh, population that is spread out from that bunker yeah. now like has a like a very... king, but who also gives <laughs> birth many, many times. A beautiful it's boy king. Squirts the uh, frothy latte yeah. milk out of a uh, and drips babies. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Yeah, being being uh, in the after the apocalypse, you, you'd be like, uh, yeah, you're Mark Zuckerberg's of uh, bartender. They like, gave yeah, me a martini. You just have to sit in this empty bar that he's built. It's like yes, you have to go on, down a, a tram, like an hour-long tram ride to get to it, yeah. and you're just alone there. It's like, where waiting are we? To, Everyone's just you know. sick. Everyone's like anemic and sick and just drooping and stuff. Going insane from where, the isolation. Where am I? Just that's your whole job is to tr tr you know give Mark Zuckerberg uh, lattes and feed him donuts. Yes. Mm -hmm. He's a I'm king. Here to He's serve a beautiful you. king. He's a beautiful boy. He's a king. The only, because the only reason you're still alive is because he chose right. to make you his and servant. I would serve him. I would serve him almost too much. I think he, he would, you know, I think he would be slightly adverse to how much I would be serving him and his kingdom. He would like it at first, and then he would, it would, it would start weighing down yeah. on him psychologically. He would recoil. He would cast <laughs> banish me. Into the wasteland. Into the wasteland, yeah. Where I would be the king. Yeah. A little radiation never hurt anybody. And that's the moral of the whole, of the show. Yeah, I mean, to, that's kind of the thesis of everything we've been talking about tonight. It all we all just kind of see how we did that. We just tied Tied everything on. up into a bow. And that's why you don't want blood parasites, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people listen to the show and they think, oh, these guys are kind of just rambling on. Yeah. But then at every at the end of the show, yeah. we always, it comes, everything comes crystallizes. Around, yeah. And that's why yeah. the skin on my arm peeled off like a snake. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. So you want to ingratiate yourself with a, you want to get on the good side yeah, of a billionaire. Get on the good gotta, side. A bunker, and you have to, you know, maybe you're just casually dropping conversation that you know how to make latte art. Yeah. You know, and they're yours are going to perk up. They're going to remember that. Like, you're not the people that are like they're bookkeepers, and all these people are going to die. It's like, look, I know how to fix a toilet. I know plumbing. Mm -hmm. I know plumbing. I can uh, make a nice little floret pattern on your your steamed. I know milk. how to program your television. Anyway. Yeah. I can, All right. Hope everybody has sweet, sweet dreams thinking about this. 
just the sweetest of dreams. I hope you're still driving. You've missed your. You've just been driving for the whole time. You missed your your turn hours ago. You have no you idea just, where you are. You're in your car. I mean, you, you, Marius and I are squirming around. It's like it's like a it's like a pool of viscous black, wet, delicious. <laughs> Uh, material and we're in there and for some reason the move our movements make your car go <laughs> that's a beautiful thought yeah so you're welcome for that and we can breathe under this stuff too by the way and we're having a good time we're enjoying ourselves despite everything right despite the way we look despite the way we act despite the way we feel mm-hmm. having a good time Hope you're having a good we time too. We hope you're having a good time. I guess we'll see you next week. Yep, we'll we'll see you soon. Do the spiel. Oh yeah, we are. Uh, <laughs> you can go to heavybreather.net, listen to old episodes of the show. You can learn how to support the show. Uh, we record bonus episodes. We have a Patreon. You can click on the Patreon link at heavybreather.net or go to patreon.com forward slash heavybreather. Learn how to support the show. Listen to bonus content. I think we've recorded like 95 episodes or something like that. Um, we say swear words. We do. We, we do. We do toilet talk. Uh, do and all kinds of talk. Stuff. And, toilet and talk. Say, we do. We do dermis talk. Mm, we use the brown brown words. We use brown language. Uh, toilet language. We use extreme. No, we don't. It's it's actually pretty. It's the same show. Come on. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same show. Sometimes we, we say talk about the murders that we've committed. Nobody's turned us in yet. Yeah, this is where the the uh, incriminating evidence yeah. goes. You can also follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram and underscore heavy breather underscore. Love you guys. Keep up to date. And uh, yeah, we'll see you soon. Peace. Have good thoughts out there. Yep. Stay safe. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you.